Today on episode 47 of the Home of Play podcast, PlayStation files another patent, this time involving the VR headset. Crystal Dynamics is looking into the future of Tomb Raider, and Tencent continues investing in more video game studios. All that and more. Let's get some intro. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome back to episode 47 of the Home of Play podcast, where every Monday, the two best friends join for us. They give you all the latest in PlayStation rumors, news, reviews, and that is because we are the true PlayStation fans. I'm your host, Steve, and with me, I'm joined by the king of platinum trophies himself, Christopher. I am not living up to the name. (laughs) As well as Christopher, we also don't have Curtis. Uh, Curtis is off this week. Uh, too many things going on in right now so he asked to bow out this week uh, which we said okay but we'll beat you for it later the home of play podcast is a self-supported podcast we don't include any of that bias or paid for opinion stuff you don't need here because of this that allows us to bring you the playstation news that you need or want to know all of our content is free for you to enjoy at your leisure we only ask you to help support the show by visiting the youtube channel which can be found by searching the home of play podcast once there, feel free to hit that subscribe button, maybe even give us a like on the video, should this spirit move you winky wink face. If you are already hearing our beautiful voices by the magic of our YouTube channel, then guess what? We are a podcast, and that means you can find us on all of your favorite podcast services of choice, such as Spotify, Apple, Amazon, all that fun stuff. Every month we are growing, and it's all because you lovely gaming homies helping to spread the cause through the power word of mouth. If you have any comments, questions, or complaints, we want to hear from you. Please leave any of those on our YouTube videos, and then we can read your questions on show or in private while we watch Tencent buy up all our stocks. On today's episode, we have eight news articles to discuss, but first, as always, let us begin with what we've been doing this last week. I will already speak for Curtis. He actually completed Cyberpunk 2077 finally. Uh, hopefully we'll hear more about that next week and his takes, but, uh, I don't think he was too impressed with the ending. (laughs) So I can't wait to hear more about that. Spoiler free. Of course, uh, Chris, what about your week though? So I haven't been up to too much this week. Um, I don't know. It just felt like a fast week. This one, Uh, I got a little bit more assassins creed, uh, Valhalla done. I finished the man, the hours just fly in that game when you're just, distraction noodle distraction noodle there's so much stuff to grab i think i did the second section which i guess depending on what order you do it but after completing it it unlocks three new areas that you can go into so that's kind of where i'm in the game i think i hit the 20 hour mark so not that far but i'm chipping away at it very slowly uh but still enjoying it very much uh i also did the resident evil uh demo the uh was it maiden it's more of a yeah it's more of a tech demo kind of just to see the environment like there's nothing there's things to interact with but there's not like a lot of stuff that happens it's more like look at the the dungeon look at the stairway and it looks really good like i'm excited to see this thing uh i still forgot to look up if it's gonna have vr or not but i suspect it probably will uh i don't think it does you don't think so okay there's been no announcement for it and because i don't think with how powerful it's going to be like really only the ps4 would be able to do it correctly like if you played on the ps5 you're going to play this worse version on the vr so i wonder if that's why they're doing this yeah you're probably right so but it looked really good the demo i suggest anybody try it because i think i did it in like 30 minutes if that I just took my time just exploring, enjoying. There's not a lot. Like, it's pretty much a long hallway with, like, one or two rooms you backtrack to. Um, they make it seem like it's going to be scary, but there's not too much that happens. 
Uh, I wanted to try it, but um, yeah, I I just know it's going to be too scary. So it is on my PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, maybe one night if my wife's there to brush my hair and uh, put a blanket <laughs> around me with hot cocoa, I can get through it. But rock we'll you see. back and forth. Yeah, basically just wipe the tears from my eyes, dear. <laughs> Other than that, uh, I've been playing the same multiplayer games on PC that I've been rotating uh, between constantly. Uh, I jumped into one called Ark, um, another one of those survival ones, but with dinosaurs. It's okay. Is that the one that um, Vin Diesel's all crazy about? I think he's going to be in the the sequel. The sequel, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's okay. It's it's not very, in my opinion, it's not a very optimized game yet. Like there's just things that irk me. Like 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 that could look nicer. Like the game looks good, but there's like the font or something they chose is like that's a shitty font. Why did they choose that? <laughs> Stuff like that kind of bugs me, and it definitely, like, even on my computer, full graphics, epic everything, I'm still having frame rate issues, and that's definitely not a my computer issue. That's definitely a game issue, because uh, the couple of buddies I tried it with, they also had the same experience, so. Mind you, theirs wasn't as as good as a computer that I have, but it's, like, near pretty much the same, so. Other than that, the only thing else I committed to game-wise, I deleted Cyberpunk off my PlayStation 5. Congrats. I uh, did that, what, I think a week or two ago uh, when I couldn't get Zodiac Age to fit because I'm like, what monsters eating up all this space? And yeah. then I looked and it's Cyberpunk with over 100 gigs. I said to myself, self, I can wait, I think. I'm going to give them the time. <laughs> like, I think I'm going to wait for the PlayStation 5 version. Um, maybe even a patch after that version. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, at this point, I just don't have... I want to play it. Like I, I really, I want to play it, but I don't want to play it. <laughs> I think people can understand that. Uh, I just, I want it to be running better. I think I don't know if one point one came out. I told you that one point one was going to be coming because I'm like, this patch will break something. It'll break something, and I did. I already see articles on one point one. Uh, one, yeah, well, one, we one, talked sorry. about one point one last week. Yeah. That was one of the articles. I'm like, uh, it's definitely going to break. And something. I think they also released uh, another hot patch or something to fix one of the other game breaking bugs that that patch introduced. Yeah, it was it broke one of the quests. I can't think of the name of it, but I decided I'm deleting it. I'm gonna wait, uh, give it some time, let it marinate. Uh, when I when I do get the PS5 version, I'll just start the game fresh from the beginning again. Because it's not like I'm very far in it, to be honest. Yeah, I just I'll probably do the same. Yeah, just give it it, give it what it deserves. Well, it doesn't deserve much right now, but I want to play it where it's like really, really good. Yeah, and I know it has the potential. It's just it, I got to give it the time. I put in a lot of hours. Yeah, uh, you did. Yeah, for sure. But I just like I kind of hit the grind where I just felt like it was okay. Like find a place, clear it next place clear it and yeah. then i just didn't want to progress the story because i knew of all the issues right um so yeah i just kind of hit the place now where i'm like i'm not even enticed to play it right now anyway so it's kind of a good time to just walk away yeah uh play things that you know i'm enjoying more right now hopefully lose myself and then forget about the game and then hopefully when i'm reminded it's ready for me again and hopefully you know there is only one first impression but hopefully you know it will be so polished and maybe they fix a few things, maybe tweak a few things. Hopefully I doubt it. I think they're going to, 
really steamroll this thing out and uh just to try to get there but yeah i don't know and then maybe i'll have a refreshed opinion of it i'm yeah. not sure that's that's what i'm gonna do i got more than enough games to play right now i remember when back in the day we were talking about november is going to be crazy and then just in, when november hit i just ended up not playing anything i think it was more or less because i started actually playing the games and getting disappointed by what i was playing like what yeah. watchdogs came out and it was like okay this is not nearly the level of quality even from the first two and the first two were rough and then like uh call of duty came out and it was like i was hearing bad things about that one and then i mean spider-man i want to get but it's like so short so it's like i'm gonna wait to buy it and assassin's creed came out and i just finished odyssey which was so much time and it was just like i was kind of burnt out so i didn't want to play it but now i'm starting to get into it so it's just I don't know. I guess I was just down on what was out <laughs> at the time anyway. But Got to get that Demon Souls so we can yeah, play it together. Yeah, maybe that's what I should commit to get that because I know you really I mean, Worst case it. scenario, you don't like it, but you'll still have the most beautiful game on the PS5. It's true. Maybe I could just record screensavers from it. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, like it just... And like I would just like to try it with someone. I honestly... You know, most of those games, I'm not good enough to complete on my own, or at least I don't have the patience to try so I typically go with someone else and I just have a good time. I think they are like, you know, I get the purists that believe that you should have to play it this way or that way. Um, but like for myself, I'm like, no, I just have a good time with the multiplayer. I think the multiplayer in those games is quite unique and really fun. Um, so yes, yeah, I'm it. just going to, yeah, exactly. And I'll, then I'll, I could do I'll, it with you. I'll cave. I'll buy it. I'll cave and buy it. Yeah. And then like, I also, I have so far played that game entirely by myself. So yeah, it is the rarity right now. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, that is it for me. I kind of know what you've been playing this week, but let the audience know. What have you been playing this week? More Zodiac Age. And to be more clear, Fall, uh, yeah, Final Fantasy 12 Zodiac Age. Uh, I talked about it last week. I fell in love with it. I'm still in love with it. Uh, I think the job system is crazy. Uh, it just opened up a little bit more for me. I uh, wasted a lot of time grinding, but that's just the type of player I am. I love grinding out levels and uh, getting OP as fast as possible. That's just how I get enjoyment out of those games and what I like about the old Final Fantasy games. Um, so I did that, grinded, uh, just decimated bosses currently. And then, so I started progressing now, which opened up the game more. And then I'm starting to see that new job system that they add in the Zodiac Age, which is pretty cool. Like, it's uh you can actually it's kind of funny it's a lot like the Final Fantasy 11 online MMO of uh, game and that one you you'd have a main job and then later you could work on a sub job this one kind of it's the same not the same but yeah you could basically make any character any two combinations of jobs which is awesome and the jobs they have in this one are pretty cool like you know you got time battle mage and uh red mage and all that kind of fun stuff so like, you can get some really interesting mixes and ones i just wouldn't even think about that the internet has suggested for me that apparently just again make your characters op and all that fun stuff so i kind of got lost in that and yeah i'm just starting to progress the story again after grinding getting there getting my first um summon or whatever so yeah just really enjoying that and i think uh, you've talked me into getting that one i'm not going to get it right away but i'll put it on my wish list so that when it goes on sale at some point, then I'll grab it. That That's honestly, it was the holiday sale. This is why I bought it. Cause it was only like 
20 bucks or something. Yeah, the one buddy that talked me into it back when it was the original version of the game, and then you're saying the new one's great, so... I, I think it is. Like, I, again, everyone's going to have a preference. Preference. Uh, can't talk today. No, not enough coffee. Um, But, yeah, I just, like, you know, you got your Puritans that are, like, the original's better, and then I liked, I like both. Like, I don't... I, I, from what I remember back in the PS2 days, and when I had a PS3 that was the original PS3 so I could play PS2 games and I played it a second time. I still, I always remember enjoying it then. I just think this opens up more options and it just feels a little more fresher because of that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but that's all my, for my week. Uh, I honestly don't know what the next week's going to hold for me. I still kind of want to get Hitman three, but I don't know if I'm in a stealth mood yet. And you know, I, I still really enjoying 12. So I might just continue with that. Uh, and then, yeah, if, if I do, grow up a little bit maybe i'll try the resident evil demo persona 5 (laughs) strikers that one's coming out pretty soon isn't it oh my god there's it's weird how sometimes i just feel like there's not enough and then so far i've just constantly like bombarded by games where my uh bank account's just like no steven don't (laughs) don't (laughs) you thought you could save no yeah you want to you want to keep living that house, don't you? <laughs> so yeah, that's it for everything we've been doing this week. So uh, as we usually do, I say we just get on with the, the news. news. Uh, today, like we talked about before, we have eight news articles. So we're going to start with number one, which just seems like the logical way of doing it. Uh, Chris, do you want to take number one? Yeah, we got it right from the PlayStation blog. Destruction All-Stars, Control Ultimate Edition, and Concrete Genie are your PlayStation Plus games for February. Um, So, we got to talk about these ones. Yeah, actually, it's an interesting month for once. Yeah, uh, I mean, Destruction All-Stars, we knew was coming. Uh, It was already slated a couple months ago that was going to be the next one after uh, Bug Snacks. Um, (laughs) I'm I'm so... Don't make me say it. I, I, I was tempted to say it wrong, too. Um, but Destruction All-Stars, hey, hey, it didn't get postponed. Ah. Yeah, crazy. So uh, Concrete Genie, I had to watch a video of that because I didn't know what it was. And I still don't after watching the video, but I will add it to my list. <laughs> and then Control, that's the one I want to talk about. Control Ultimate yeah. Edition. What are your feels on this one? Because this one seems interesting. Ah, uh, this one's definitely controversial. Um, not for me so much because I've never played Control. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just never felt like it was a price that made sense to me. Then I saw recently it was on sale, but then th- once it went on sale to a price that I thought was worth getting it, um, you know, that's when all the controversy came out, and we found out that if you wanted the next gen, you had to rebuy. I mean, if you already bought it, I mean. And, uh, yeah, so I just kind of felt like that didn't seem smart. So I was going to hold off and make sure I get the right one because I did want the next gen upgrade. And then this came out and I'm like, oh, I don't have to buy this anyway. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing at Remedy Inter- Entertainment because it's like they put their foot in the mouth, like majorly, uh, when they said that you'd have to rebuy the game for the next gen system. And then, yeah. and then it's like they got the the horrible flack from it uh which was not great which we've talked about in previous episodes um and then now all of a sudden it's like hey the ultimate edition is the free game for this month it's like did they like get down on their hands and knees and beg sony to like 
can you let our game just be free <laughs> for this month, please? Because I, I I don't know. Like I was pissed off mildly because I, I wasn't a whole bunch like where I was like, do I want to replay this? It was a good game. I'd like to play it in 60 frames per second because um, it, it is a really nice looking game, even on the PS4. But it's like, mm, I was kind of like, I, I didn't need it on the next gen system. Um, but like if I'd want it, obviously, because like all these other games that we own, they're all, most of them are, the ones I care about are getting free upgrades, right? Yeah. So I'm kind of like, I just, I'm shaking my head and I just don't know. I'm like, okay, so, okay, now it's free. And then there's the other controversy that's come up because of this, right? Uh, Well, before we get too far, I do want to say that, like, I understand a narrative where certain games, like, let's say CD Projekt Red's um, Cyberpunk 2077, uh, I mean, we can go Valhalla, uh, Watch Dogs, like, these were all games that already were making a next-gen version, so to give a free update, it's probably a lot easier. So I do get when people discuss, like, control, you know, they probably had to retouch it, put more work into it, which then means you've lost money doing that. You want to recoup that money. Not a simple so I, port. I yes. Yeah. So I do understand, like, why some people are charging for next-gen and other people aren't. But I just think you need to be upfront about it and not lie about it. The problem for them is the way they came out and right from the beginning lied to us and it's, you know, and then we're called out for it, then start making other excuses and dip and dive in and dodge in. And it just, it became a mess. And like, now you're so far in it. You can't come out and say, okay, we weren't really honest. We're going to do this now. And see if that makes anyone happy. But yeah, now you get into it and you don't have... A, from what I'm understanding, there's no PS4 uh, save transferability. So I think that might upset some people. Other people may have pre-ordered or already purchased this. Um, and then to find out that it's you know free now. It, you know, there's so many weird issues. And like I think this game, the original version anyway just came out for game pass so i'm wondering if those people are now upset that they thought they got you know the version and now it sounds like oh your friend on the playstation actually has the better version than you and he didn't have to pay anything either he didn't have to pay his game pass subscription fee (laughs) uh so yeah i don't know what your thing your thoughts uh other than what i just said but it's yeah it's uh it's a weird situation and it's kind of a mess yeah no pretty much i'll just reflect everything you said it was for for me, my save game. So I never, I didn't have the DLCs. Um, so I I look forward to playing them because I heard there's more connections to Alan Wake, which I like that game. Um, as far as end game content, there is kind of a an arena like area that you could go to, but I never cared to even really try it, other than when the game forces you to go in it once or twice. Um, so do uh, me restarting the game. I don't think I mind because it's not like a horribly long game, um, but I guess I'm okay with it. I guess it's free. Uh, I'm happy. The game I think will look great on the PS5 because the game definitely stuttered a bit on the PS4. It wasn't horrible, but yeah, even on the Pro, I heard it's just stuttered. yeah. It it, it just it, it could d- definitely need this upgrade. I look forward to you playing it because. Uh, I think you'll you'll like the game quite a bit. Well, I guess beyond control, what are your thoughts about Destruction All Stars? Are we playing this? I definitely going to try it. 
because I like. I mean, uh, it's free, right? Yeah. So yeah, like, why not? I think it might be fun. I like the old. I, um, I hope it's no less than fun. I, yeah. I, you know, I, I'm not a, expecting you know our, our game of the year here. Um, but yeah, like I'm interested in it, and it for free. I think it's a smart way of doing it. Uh, I think a lot of people are going to check it out because of this. I like the Destruction Derby games. Like I played a lot of Carmageddon back in the day, although that was very loosely Destruction Derby. Um, or Test Drive Eve of Destruction on PS2. Love that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if I'm it's, not huge in Destruction Derbies, yeah. but I do like the fact that you can jump out of your car and be silly. Yeah, try to get another car. It reminds me of some of the old mech games <laughs> where you yes. can do that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I think I'm going to try this out. Yeah, we'll try um, it. Yeah, anyone jumps online, just let's do it. Concrete Genie, I haven't seen too much, but all I know is it's a game about graffiti, so uh, why not? It's supposed to be very colorful and vibrant, so I might just try it out for the sake of, you know, testing out the OLED 4K TV. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, all in all, I think it's a better month than we've seen in a while. Like, yes, <clears throat> it's bringing controversy with it, but uh, I don't know. For me, this, you know, I'm going to actually probably actually click on three of these which i never do you know maybe two is a good month for me usually but yeah i actually think all three of these are good in their own right Mm -hmm. so talking about sony exclusives we're going to move on to article number two house marquees returnal push back to april 30th uh this one comes from destructoid sony interactive entertainment has announced that house marquees bullet hell roguelike returnal will not meet its march 19th release date and will launch on PS5 on April 30th instead. In a brief message on Twitter, SIE noted the decision was made to push the interstellar adventure back in order to give the team extra time to polish the game to a level of quality players expect from House Marquee. So yeah, basically another delay in 2021, not too surprising with COVID and everything else, uh, but not a huge delay anyway. Uh, I don't know, me and you were talking about this a little bit before, but I think we're both kind of unsure how we feel about this game. Uh, am I, you know, talking on my ass here, or is that kind of how you're feeling, Chris? Um, Yeah, sort of. I like the idea. I've always liked the concept of uh, Groundhog Day, reliving the same day over and over again, trying to change the, trying to change the outcomes. Kind of has my interest. I just, this is one of those games that they just haven't shown enough, in my opinion. I need to see yes. more of it and what's going on and a little bit more of maybe a little bit of the story, even if they could show a hint of it. Cause I don't even think they have, they shown even the main character talking or anything. I, yeah. Oh yeah. They've shown quite a bit. They've shown gameplay trailer. Yeah. Um, I need more. It still hasn't, it hasn't been enough. I need more. You're right. I, I don't have a real sense of what it's going to be like. Um, I'm a little worried just because I'm not into their previous ones. Like I think they're fine games for what they are. Uh, they just typically aren't in my ecosystem of games that I like to play. I'll, I'll be honest. I what did they do before? <laughs> Resogun, that kind of stuff. Oh well, yeah, that's so different from this. That's yes, exactly. So that's why I don't know where this game's going to go. Um, yeah. So I'm just, I I, I agree with you. I, I think I need to see a lot more before I'd make it a like a definitive, I like decision of if I'm playing this or not. Uh, it does look neat. I think the story is cool as heck. Uh, the trailers are interesting. I, yeah, I can't say anything negative or super positive about it because right. like you said, I think you covered it all basically when you said we just This kind of almost could turn into another Ghost of Tsushima. Like we, when we left watching the, the gameplay trailer of that, we're like, 
okay, it looks interesting. We're not sure. Could be something. And then we play it and it's glorious. So I, it could be another one of those types of situations. Although I'm like, I'm, another thing, I'm like March 19th to an April 30th delay. That's not that much of a delay. So no, but I think some companies <laughs> might, <laughs> might need more time and they should take the time when they need it. That's all I'm going to well, say. Well, considering this is only their first delay and it's such a small one, that leads me to believe that hopefully they're in a good state yeah. and that we don't have to worry too much. Uh, just, yeah, looking at kind of some of the stuff, it just seems very arcadey. Like, I'm just looking at some video here, uh, which would make sense with their previous games, right? So that I think that's the only thing that worries me. Otherwise, yeah. I think I'm in, uh, or at least I'll be interested. I'm open to try. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see. But unfortunate, again, another delay. But, you know, the the silver lining, not that big of a delay. No, uh, not a so big So I don't delay. think we have to worry. I just want to see a little bit more depth. That's all I want to see. A little bit more. Show me a little bit more. <laughs> That's all I need. Yes. Speaking of more, what about more money? We're going into number three. This one's from IGN. It talks Capcom sees record Q3 profits thanks to Monster Hunter and Resident Evil. Capcom's latest earnings report details a record Q3 for the company. The high sales over the last nine months having been fueled by Resident Evil 3 and the continued success of Monster Hunter World. A press release from the company states that the net sales for Capcom are up 22.6% and operating income is up 32.2 year over year. Net sales amounted to just under a healthy 65 million yen, putting the earnings per share of the company at 164.15 yen, uh, up from 122.39 yen. I love speaking in yen. In 2019, this covers the period April to December 2020. Uh, a little surprising, actually. I didn't realize Resident Evil 3 did so well. I know me and you weren't huge fans of it. I think you probably had a better time than most of us, but I, I feel like you came out of it wishing it was a little more like Resident Evil 2, a little more true to the original. I'm very confused by this. Yeah, I, Resident Evil 3, like, okay, it was fine. Like, it looked great, but they're just, it was too short. There was just, and then, then it cuts so much content from like the original one to this one, in my opinion. It definitely had less replayability. For sure. Uh, from what I could tell. Like the other Resident Evil 2 remake, I, I think I played it like eight or nine or 10 times because it was just that entertaining. Resident Evil 3, I think I did twice. Once on normal difficulty and once on hard. Oh, and then I did the speed run that we did. So it was like, yeah. I, I'm surprised people are picking this up because I, I felt like it was such a, a letdown. But I mean, mm -hmm. maybe it's just like it's on sale. Maybe people are picking it up. I don't know. And then Monster Hunter World is also confusing because it's free now on the PlayStation 5. It was one of the uh, free games part of the collection, right? So yeah. uh, where is it making its money? Is it the, the expansion Probably the DLC. Uh, Does it have in-game currency microtransactions. Is there... I don't... Yeah, I don't know. I don't think there's in-game currency, but I do know there's like you can buy new emotes and you oh, know okay. that kind of stuff. So I wouldn't doubt if that helped a little bit. Probably, yeah. Meanwhile, in 2019, Monster Hunter World Iceborne continues to sell well in 2020 and now has topped a cumulative 7.2 million units sold. Mm. So yeah, that so, uh, yeah that and the free version I think we got on PS5 was just the base version of the game. Yes, and then that would entice you to get Iceborne if you enjoyed that, right? So I think that was really smart yeah. businessness. 
<laughs> if you will. No, for sure. That if get people interested in the game and get them to pick up the expansions. So yeah, and I just think now you know you you went with that kind of year, great, and now you just came out with a Resident Evil Village demo, which has got people mm-hmm. hot and bothered. Uh, you know, we don't have what I want to. I'm just gonna guess because God knows if I actually know what year and month we're in. But I think we got what like four months until Resident Evil Village comes out. I think Capcom's in a really good place right now because they're on, they're coming up on the twenty. They're while well, they're on the twenty fifth anniversary anniversary of Resident Evil. There's like all the rumors going around about a, a Resident Evil Four remake or remaster. It sounds like a remake or a redo altogether. Who knows? whatever they yeah. define it by that's going to do freaking well. Cause I mean, come on, that one was probably the best by most people's standards. I, I think there, there are a couple other, I think hidden things that they've talked about. I think they're going to have a good couple of years. Honestly. Yeah. They, it's one of those weird things where you look where they were, I don't know, three years ago, maybe four. And it just seemed like a dying company. And then, it's just like one day they woke up and like, oh shit, we need to make games again. Yeah. And holy moly, they just come out swinging. Like I ha- didn't play Iceborne, but I really, you know, I put a hundred hours into the Monster Hunter world. Yeah. Uh, I just, it's just one of those games that hit at the right time. I had the right friends that were constantly playing it too. So then we just, you know, egged each other on to keep going. And then before I knew it, I'm like, oh crap, I've been playing this a hundred hours and just having the time of my life. Uh, that was really great. Resident Evil 2, like I'm not as big as Resident Evil fan as you guys are, but uh, I, you know, I beat 2. Like I enjoyed it. I think 2 has always kind of been my favorite. I like the story with Dr. Burke and all that stuff. Uh, so I was very excited. I was about that. sitting here the other day looking at my Steam and I was like, what am I going to play today? And I saw that Resident Evil 2 was on sale on Steam for like t- for like 20 <laughs> something dollars. And I'm like, shit, do I want to play this on PC? Because it's like, I think I want to play this on PC. I didn't get it yet, but I'm staring at it. Yeah. And I'm very tempted to play it again on PC. So, I mean, it's a solid game. And like I said, you can play as Claire or you can play as Leon. I was also going to make the joke too, where it's like, you know, how I was saying Capcom, I think they're going to have a good couple of years. I'm like, if there's ever a gap in one of those years, they'll just throw in a Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Add true, a couple right? letters to the title XRT and then yeah, you're good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that sounds really good for Capcom. I'm uh, happy to hear it. Just means we can expect to just see them keep killing it probably for the next few years to come. And they also made the RE engine during all this. So, like, even more kudos to them. Yeah, I can't wait to, like I said, once Village actually comes out, it's going to be amazing to see the next stage in that engine's evolution, mm-hmm. right? Yep, definitely. Speaking about evolution, we're going on to article number four. This one also comes from IGN. PlayStation files a patent for technology that lets spectators mess with you in VR. The patent was filed in October 2020, but recently published. The patent's copy talks about the audience members will be able to participate in games while another user is immersed with virtual reality. They will be able to make decisions for the player via spectator devices, probably mobile phones, in a manner similar to PlayStation's PlayLink technology used in games like Hidden Agenda and That's You. Uh, so I'm not sure if you played Hidden Agenda like I did with a couple of friends, but basically you get the app on your phone and it, they would sync with your console and basically you guys could make, you could vote on like decisions in Hidden Agenda game. And I assume that's how this is going to work if they decide to go with this patent anyway. 
but, you know, in the patent picture, it basically shows your friends voting on the couch with their phones and deciding whoever's actually playing the game in VR, should we give them a sword, what could be a teddy bear or a stuffed animal or a, a soup ladle. And it looks like they vote to give them a soup ladle instead of a sword to just really mess with their friend. Uh, I like the idea of what I'm seeing here. This sounds fun. It's just another fun thing to do with friends on a couch. Probably not the best timing <laughs> for a, a thing to do with your friends on a couch in the same room right now. Probably. Uh, what do you think, Riz? No, I agree that, it, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's a smart move for sure because, I mean, how many people have come over to my place before COVID uh, and it's like they want to see the VR and they want to try it out and they're excited to try it. I think this is just another one of those things that's like it builds not only the person who's using the headset, but it brings in the immersion more for all the other people sitting on the couch. So it makes them more involved, right? So I, th I, for I sure. think it's it'll, it'll be super exciting to try out. Um, I, I like the idea of uh, the idea of voting for a sword, a monster, or a ladle, and him getting a ladle. Like it's, I think it's just a <laughs> you know every group oh, of yeah. friends is voting oh, ladle. Yeah. Every group's gonna just be total jerks to each other. So yeah, hey Oliver Twist, you wanted more soup? Here's a ladle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I think it just needs to have really good uh, games that come with it that use it right yes i was just about to say that you beat me to the punchline for sure definitely needs to be a game worthwhile playing with your friends so that would be my only you know objection here is you, you need to make sure this is paired with the right content don't just give me a half-assed game uh where i don't care about any decisions and we're not really having fun right yeah and is this just one of those things that's building into the next version of the vr headset as well I mean, I know there's talks and rumors that they're working on a 2.0 version of the, the... I would really hope so. Yeah, that'll be more... And I mean, I feel like this is technology you could easily carry over, even if you did release it for the PS4 or VR first. Yeah, watch, though. It'll be like, you'd have to get a different camera or something stupid. That'll just annoy everybody. Oh, absolutely. It'll just Okay, you got to get this new wire that you have to plug in. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> but I'm excited to try it. It's The VR is the best when you're just playing with a group of people because it's just hilarious times. It's just fun. Yeah. Speaking of fun, let's go to something much less fun. This is Article 5, also from IGN. AMD expects PS5, Xbox, and PC chip shortages through the first half of 2021. <laughs> Very disappointing news. Yeah, no, that's not good. <laughs> that's not good at all. No. So the article goes on to say, despite AMD's record-breaking 2020, it anticipates PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and PC chip shortages to last through at least the first half of 2021. As reported by Tom's Hardware, AMD recently held its Q4 2020 earnings call, and AMD's president and CEO, Lisa Su, discussed these shortages in response to an investor asking about the magnitude of the supply constraints due to the growth of the COVID-19 pandemic. While AMD saw a strong revenue ramp in its business, Sue mentioned that overall demand exceeded our planning. As a result, there were supply constraints near the end of the year in the PC market, low-end PC market, and in the gaming markets. Sue also discussed how this means she expects chip shortages in the first half of 2021 as AMD works to improve supply, but she reassures that there is added capacity in the second half of 2021 that should hopefully help. Uh, she goes on to say some other things, uh, read it on your own, but basically I think we get the gist of it here that, yeah, don't expect the unfortunate scalping 
debacle to uh, end anytime soon. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say the scalpers should be buying these chipsets. <laughs> that way, <laughs> that way they screw over like Sony and Xbox and not the consumer. But then watch X. Then the consumers will, or then the uh, Sony and Xbox will screw us over. But I can't imagine they price uh, do a price hike because they have to pay more for the chips. So make it over for the scalpers. <laughs> Let's all buy stock in AMD. Uh, yeah, that's what's happening right now. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I mean, it's disappointing. Um, but there's not really much I you can like, do you about know, it. I guess. I feel like I always got to check my own privilege because every day I wake up and I look at this machine. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, cool. I got a PS5, but then I forget like how hard they are to get. Yeah, honestly. And how other people would probably cut me down <laughs> wherever I stand to get mine, right? So, uh, yeah, we're definitely the lucky few for sure. Uh, just, yeah, it's so unfortunate that, like, scalpers are making it harder. COVID's yeah. making it harder. It's just a bad time right now for some people. And I do feel for you. I'm not trying to sound like an asshole. The store's websites um, are making it harder because they're not actually oh. fighting against the scalpers. Uh, that is probably another thing that, you know, Walmart did something and it showed that it worked, but the fact that no one else wants to step up, it just shows that they don't care. They're like, well, we're still getting well, our money. But didn't, I can't remember if it was Walmart, so don't quote me a hundred percent on this, but some, one of the companies said that they, their security blocked, uh, that was, Walmart. was it Walmart? It's how much did they yes. say? 10 million. I, I can't remember. So X amount of attempts. And then the scalpers tweeted, yeah, you blocked that many, but we sent like 93 million attempts or something like that. Like they went back at them. I don't know if you saw that or not. It was like, they how claim- are they allowed to, do- you guys, you can see them what they're doing, but they're not doing anything overly illegal, I guess. Yeah, very heartbreaking news. Uh, unfortunately, I can't tell you anything better right now. Just keep trying. Let's all hope and pray that, you know, some of these retailers grow conscious overnight and maybe try to take steps in making this a little easier you know when we're doing all these constraints on the uh, chipsets but and we haven't heard anything from sony or microsoft saying like oh man we're gonna be short now because of this issue so i mean you, you can expect that they will but they haven't yeah. said it and i don't know if they will say it <laughs> but but second half of 2021 you know there, there might be a sunrise yep, sometime next soon. christmas guys get that ps5 there you go. And by then, you'll have more games to play anyway, so hooray. It's true. It's true. Speaking of more games to play, we go on to article number six. This one comes from Destructoid. IO's Project 007 will start an original iteration of James Bond. IO Interactive has confirmed that its upcoming James Bond video game, tentatively known as Project 007, will not feature any of the actors who have portrayed the character on the silver screen, instead focusing on original interpretation of Ian Fleming's famous secret agent. Uh, this is the same company or publisher or developer, whatever you want, they're kind of everything now, uh, that brought us the Hitman series. So I think, you know, we could first talk about how this is probably a great team to give this, you know, license to right now, mm-hmm. uh, since they've clearly proven themselves with Hitman. And, you know, Hitman 3 just came out recently and has a very high Metacritic. Some people are talking about Game of the Year contender already. Uh, maybe it's a little early to go that far, but who knows? I just heard the level design's amazing, uh, which excites me to see what they do with 007. I also think this is great news. I don't know what your opinion is, Chris, but I think it's smart. I don't want to see Pierce Brosman. I don't want to see Daniel Craig with a poorly CG rendered, you know, mocap. Just 
give me something completely fresh and new and fun. So I'm not a big 007 guy. I doesn't I don't care either way. Um but I think um IO is the right company to give this. I feel like they're as close to 007 material already with the Hitman games in in my opinion. Like mm. like skill set wise and all that kind of stuff. I'm just I'm actually yes. more curious if cuz there's been no information really about the game. But I'm, no, I'm, it's so early development. Yeah, I'm curious if they're going to do like a, you know, a stage type of storyline where it's like you're on a map and you do what you do and you go to the next map or if they're going to be looking at open world or is it going to be like traveling to your base and then to other areas around the country or the world? I'm, I'm curious how that's actually going to be. I know the story automatically is going to be it's going to be a pretty good story. Like all, all mm. like I think 007 is known for fairly decent storylines. Lots of tropes. But, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of, it, yeah. it created them almost. It created tropes. So it's, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what they do. Is this a game that, like, I'm going to get? I, I, I'll have to see. Like, even the Hitman games, I've gotten less interested in the episodic nature of the games. I kind of just, like, give me a game, give me the story, have it be a little bit more connected. I find the episodic missions are kind of, like, just little, little good stories type thing, whereas I don't, I don't yeah. find them... In like woven together and like a really good overall story. Now, mind you, I haven't played a lot of it, but I did like the first three missions and I was like, okay, well, these are kind of one-offs type thing. I have heard that the second one got a little better with the story stuff, and then I heard that Hitman Three uh, actually makes the story matter a little bit more as well. So it seems like they rev up every Hitman iteration they put out, but. Um, I don't know which what I want this to be. Honestly, I'm open to see if they want to try a new style. Just a new way of doing missions. I'm not sure. But I also am not turned off by the thought of them doing the episodic thing. Like, it would kind of be cool to just be 007 and have random missions where, okay, this one you need to infiltrate this base. Uh, but you start at, like, a party, you know, like James Bond always seems to. Get your martini shaken, not stirred, whatever you want to do. Uh, take out the guy great maybe in the next one you're in Italy and you're doing like car chases and other things you know I it's gonna be I I don't know what I want to see from it but I trust them to tell me I don't want honestly, it to be get me excited much about like it. Hitman though <laughs> like I, no, I need it to be sure. a little bit different so I hope it's not episodic just, I, I don't think I'm just the, I don't think the fans will want that and I think uh, like if are people hoping that it's going to be the new perfect dark multiplayer type thing or is that goldeneye i can't remember i see i didn't even play it goldeneye. i didn't even play it you never played goldeneye uh i think i might have played it at a friend's place once but i didn't have an n64 so talking about other precious properties let us go on to article 7 this one comes from ign next tomb raider game aims to unify the reboot trilogy and the original games uh, Crystal Dynamics has shared a bit of information in its next currently unannounced Tomb Raider saying that it's working to unify the timelines of Core Design's original games and its own reboot trilogy that began in 2013. While the reboot trilogy told the origin story of Laura Croft becoming the Tomb Raider, the original games featured a seasoned and confident adventurer, said game director Will, I'm not going to say that last name, Kurtzlake. Hopefully I didn't mess that up, but if I did, you, you can flame me online. In a video posted to Twitter, the development team envisions a future of Tomb Raider unfolding after the established adventures telling stories that build upon the breadth of both Core Design and Crystal Dynamics games working to unify these timelines. 
he also noted the difficulty of a task given the franchise's 25-year history and asked fans to be patient as the studio works through development. We don't have any plans for a major game announcement in the near future, he said. Uh, not surprising. Uh, I think after, <laughs> you know, they're going to need a breather after uh, the success that was Marvel's Avengers. Such a success. Such a success. Uh, we can talk about that more in homework. Uh, so what do you think, Chris? Are you excited for more Tomb Raider? I've gotten more excited. I'm starting, like I said, I recently finished the Rise of the Tomb Raider one. So I got the third one now, the Shadow one. So I haven't turned it on yet, but it's downloaded. I'm looking forward to playing it. I've always been a fan of the Tomb Raider games. I, I, I Honestly, I don't even... I'm trying to remember how many original games there were. I know we were trying to count before. We didn't look it up, but I could think of at least three or four four of the original series i'm not talking the spin-off ones but i'm thinking four yeah i feel like there's four but <laughs> i could be wrong but those are always fun so i'm kind of excited because this one's going to be it sounds like they're aiming to do this one after all of them right so that could be excited exciting uh i kind of want to see if we'll go to the mansion and see all the artifacts from the previous games and the original series all in one mansion. I think that would be cool. Mind you, they changed the whole design of the mansion in the uh, the rebooted trilogy. So yeah. unless they... Uh, maybe that's the old mansion. Maybe she gets a new mansion. I don't know. So I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm always excited for the Tomb Raider games. They're always fun. I find them... I mean, the Uncharted series is very similar in nature, but I find that this one's just... They just do it a different way that feels good. Yeah, uh, you know, I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I, I have found a, a weakening determination to play these games. I, I don't know why. I just feel like a lot of them came out around the same time. And as more and more of these came out, I just felt done with that kind of genre. But hopefully, you know, I've taken enough of a break that I can come back, maybe especially if it's a refreshed version uh, hopefully some new game mechanics, maybe a little different. I don't know what the phrase I'm looking for. Just a different way or different pattern. Dynamic. Of the gameplay itself. Yeah, you know, like, I kind of feel like the way it is now is you kill Horde, traverse maybe a cliff or a tree. Solve a puzzle. Maybe solve a puzzle, then rinse, repeat, yeah, right? Yeah, I think of the same thing, yeah. Same with Uncharted. So, you know, maybe they can add something fresh to bring me back. But yes, she does have a, a you know, a deep heritage in, you know, PlayStation as well, uh, just gaming as a whole. But I'm interested to see what they try. It's no, that's a daunting task to try to do, you know, her history and keep it fresh, you know, blend your rebooted universe with the original uh, I'm interested to see them. And like you said, it'd be cool to get all these Easter eggs that, uh, there's a lot of Easter eggs. <laughs> yeah. Like you could do a lot of stuff there. You know, it's kind of like, uh, Astro's bought, uh, on the PS five there where yeah. you get all those PS two, PS three nostalgia bits. It's, it's always nice mm -hmm. going on with more Tomb Raider news on the bottom. We also found this week that, uh, apparently Netflix is going to do a Tomb Raider anime. Uh, don't know. You know, that seems a little odd to me. I also, it brings a lot of questions in mind, like what is anime qualified? Is this a Western anime? Do we even call that anime then? Uh, there's questions there that we don't have to bring up, but uh, it is going to bother me while I go to sleep tonight. And anyway, the anime actually will focus on Tomb Raider after Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which is Crystal Dynamics' third Tomb Raider game. 
Uh, so it's interesting to see that it will continue that storyline. And uh, that actually makes me a little more interested, I think. I don't know about you. I've, well, I haven't done the third one yet, so I'm not, I don't really know where that one goes. Um, I, I'm picky with my anime. You know that. Um, yep. So I typically go off of what you or a couple other buddies suggest to me. So you'll probably watch this well before I do. So if you tell me it's good, I will watch it. <laughs> watch Demon Slayer on Netflix. Demon right Slayer. Now. I got a couple queued up. Uh, they just added it, and uh, I actually like it. Okay. it it's pretty Shoujin, uh style. You might enjoy it. Um, I think the animation is beautiful. Um, but, wow, when it's not CG. They, they use a little too much CG for me sometimes, but it is... I'm- I'm so well picky well. like with my like the drawing of anime. I don't know why like I know and I understand Castlevania a lot of people like loved it on Netflix. Oh my but, god, it's so But good. just the way it's drawn and done, I I just don't like the look of no, it. No, you're wrong. It's beautiful. It, it is beautiful, it. but it's not something I want to watch. I I don't know. It's so good. The third season is like the best too, like <laughs> cuz they go a totally different direction. Oh my god. Um, I can talk about anime forever, oh, yeah. but, um, but yeah, I'm just, I think it's an interesting move, uh, more fun stuff to expect from Amazon and just interesting to see Tomb Raider take on such an expansive universe. Now I'm curious about the Resident Evil one, <laughs> the, the show or both. The, Cause I'm interested in the movie and the show. Yeah. I, I like it all, but I'm a little worried cause that movie is apparently one and I've liked the, a- I've liked the animation one. of all the movies. I think I've seen yeah, them me all, too. so I like. I'm pretty. Confident I mean that I that's not. I wouldn't. I mean it's movie quality, so it's really good. But like animation style, like I mean, I everybody that knows me knows I'm a sword art guy, so I like that style. Yeah. I also watched that. If you like sword art, you'll probably like Demon Slayer. Probably uh, give Demon Slayer. A try. What about that other one? Um, the gambling one that you got me to watch from. Oh, category. Yeah, I watched that one. That one I liked. Yeah, it's a pretty good. One. Uh, Season two is pretty messed up. Yeah, was, I don't watch a lot of anime. Konosuba, right? God's blessing. Oh yeah, you like I that like one, that one, yeah. but that one's just hilarious. So yeah, that's a that's a comedy. Any any anyone that you get trapped in a video game too, I like those. <laughs> oh, frick! Every which is a lot of them. anime lately. So enough of the anime talk. Let's get back to video games. And in getting back to video games, we get to our last article. This one is number eight. This one comes from Destructoid as well. Tencent purchases minority stake in Don't Nod Entertainment. Uh, Don't Nod, if you don't know, is famous for Life is Strange, Vampire, Twin Mirror. Um, Tell Me Why is the most recent one, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, the French developer agreed to a Tencent investment as part of its ongoing effort to become financially secure enough to self-publish its future releases. Uh, Tencent stake equates to something in the region of $36 million USD towards Donod's capital. In return, Tencent receives a chair on the studio's board of directors. Uh, interesting stuff here. Uh, Tencent's making a lot of moves lately a lot of moves and some of them scary very scary and the power that they have and the money they have uh i'm interested interested to see what else they're going to do this year but i think this is good for don't nod uh they can you know have a little more freedom now i think yeah i think it's a little bit makes it a little bit more comfortable for them yes but it makes it scary for us because i think a, a big 10 cent motto i think is 
microtransactions, microtransactions, microtransactions. So that's a little scary. I'm scared yeah. how much influence they're going to have over these companies. But we'll yeah, see. this one's just one board seat. So I have to hope, you know, it sounds like it's minority. It's just. I think it's 10%, though, they, right? They just want to cut. Yeah, they just want to cut, right? So. This one, it sounds like they're willing to let them do what they want to do, not really interfere too much, and then just come for their paycheck when it, you know, when it's ready. Yeah, I mean, they they and get so much. Mo- the they make so much. They make millions of dollars every day just on microtransactions. So they've got yeah. enough money to buy other companies that we will mention right now. Yeah, we did hear rumors of them possibly considering purchasing EA or Take Two. You know, it's hard for me to imagine like how big of a company you have to be for that even to be possible. I, I still find it very unlikely. I don't, I don't care what anyone says. I don't care about the numbers, the data, the graphs that they show me. Uh, take two, right? Like we're talking about Rockstar. Like, you know, Grand Theft Auto 5 is the highest grossing game of all time. But it seems like, too, the rumors aren't necessarily like that they're going to buy into the companies, that they're going to almost be like potentially like a hostile takeover of how much because they have so much money that's that's the worrying part about it i think yeah exactly and it's like then they start getting into the u.s market and i don't know i don't know i have to keep an eye on this not that we'll be able to do anything about it but yeah i I, again i don't think anyone will happen there uh honestly with the like take choose one thing but with ea i'm like Sometimes I'm almost like, maybe they should. <laughs> Take them. <laughs> EA could use, yeah, like, it's like, can EA get worse? <laughs> so it's, it's like, yeah, maybe shake them up. I don't care. Sometimes it's good for these big conglomerates to get a little shaky, a little shaky, bakey action over yeah, there. Sometimes EA could probably use a, use a, yeah, use it. Bump on the <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to say what I'm going to <laughs> thinking I'm going to say. But yeah, there's no nice they way. They could yeah. use a, a boost. Sure. <laughs> a boosted morale. Sure. We'll go with Okay, that. so we finished those all those articles in the timely manner we love so much, uh, maybe even just slightly over. So we're going to go into homework. What is homework? Homework is when we get to the articles we didn't really have time to talk to in great depth in the show. So we just give you the articles, where you can find them, and we just allow you to go educate yourselves on your own time if you're interested in them. Uh, so we will carry on to our first one. Okay, the first homework we have from Destructoid is the Resident Evil Reverse lets you turn off the comic filter. Uh, So during the uh, showcase, uh, they revealed a trailer that made it look like the game was very, I guess, in their words, comic-like. And apparently, there'll be an option that will allow you to change that. So there's more information about that on Destructoid. Yeah, I think this is good. I was personally turned off by that filter it, it looks weird uh i don't know why that was the way they wanted to showcase this thing for the first time but you know good for them yeah i guess people are playing the beta now too right it's people actually playing it yeah so good for them take that filter off and uh let's yeah because you mentioned something that looked better. a little like borderlands to you oh it did yeah it looked well and it kind of just seemed off it looked like they just you know, almost uh, like a Twitter filter you know what? over the characters. And I'm like, I'll Why? be honest, I didn't notice that when I watched it, but looking at the screenshots below, yeah, I was like, yeah, that yeah. does very look comic-like. So It's very off-putting uh, to me anyway. Some people might prefer it, you know, teach their own. Mm-hmm. 
In other news, also from Destructoid, Marvel's Avengers has more to show on February 16th with a deep dive into all the systems and whatnot. Uh, They tweeted, get a glimpse of the future with our War Table deep dive, uh, Hawkeye premiering on February 16th. I don't know if this will help bring people back to the series. I I think they're kind of done, to be honest. I don't think there's a small DLC that will revitalize their i guess the the interest that people would have in the game yeah i you know games that are service like this you come out and you lose so many people so quickly i i don't i mean you could put little fun hats on every character i just don't know how you get people back Mm -hmm. like it's great that they're finally going to talk about the ps5 and xbox x uh next gen upgrades but just the way they're phrasing it, just talking about it means like it sounds like they're still waiting to be done here. Mm-hmm. I could be totally wrong. Like maybe it's a surprise announcement, but that's not the feeling I'm getting from this. And yeah, I think it's just too little too late. Mm. Uh, but yay, Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> also, we have from IGN uh, another article about the Division 2. Uh, apparently, they're getting their next gen upgrade next week, which makes me want to say, hey, Steve, I'm glad we waited. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe now we'll play it. And they also have their Resident Evil apparel event that's also going to be starting on February 2nd, which we talked about last week. And in funny, humorous news, an article from a Game Informer, CD Projekt Red wants Cyberpunk 2077 modders to stop having sex with Keanu Reeves. <laughs> leave the man alone. Leave, Hasn't he alone. been through enough? <laughs> he doesn't want to have sex with you gross people. I guess. Do you know more about this one? You probably know more about this one. Uh, yeah, basically recently Cyber Pro- wow, CD Projekt Red released modding tools. And for some reason, because it's the internet, the first thing they did was break the game. So instead of having these scenes that you'd have with other characters, they had it that basically the game just pushes in Johnny's model. <laughs> so you have some dir- dirty deeds done to that boy. Okay, this last bit of homework is definitely one for me. Uh, A lot of nostalgia here, but G4 confirms revival of X-Play and Attack of the Show for 2021. Uh, I can't tell you all of your age ranges, but for me, I remember watching these shows, uh, you know, a good 15 years ago, probably more. Uh, I loved X-Play, really liked Attack of the Show, you know, that's... um, that's where my fondness for Olivia Munn came from, uh, how she got into Iron Man 2, uh, all that fun stuff. Love those shows a lot. I can't wait to see more of this. I really hope, you know, I would love to see Kevin Pereira come back, but I doubt it. But uh, yeah, we'll just have to see. But this was, uh, this made me so happy. You have no idea. I didn't have this network when I grew up. No, I didn't have it until I was older and, you know, had my first apartment. Or you had a choice to get it. I really got it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And then I fell in love with, you know, it was X-Play at first. And then I slowly fell in love with all their other shows, including Attack of the Show, all that stuff. So, yeah, it's my good. big one was I think was re- reviews on the run I like that one. Oh, yeah, that one's good, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, that's it for homework this week. That means that's it for the show. We got through everything in the timely matter we love so much. Uh, thanks for joining us yet again for another week. We will see you next Monday. And until then, bye-bye. bye bye. Bye, guys. Bye. So he asked to bow out this week, uh, which we said, okay, but we'll beat you for it later. Boop, 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 boop. Uh, Socially distance beating. Mm, with soap and socks. Large stick.
<laughs> with the soap and the socks. <laughs> sure. Sure. And a helicopter uh, motion. It's just fun. Yeah. And I am pro fun, damn it, no matter what Curtis says. <laughs> pro fun. <laughs> I went to F University or Fun University, whatever. Uh, I messed up my own joke. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>